the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. One area I would say I have been largely uh, positive on Trump on in his administration, and might I see. I was going to say something mildly negative, but let me let me pass it. Let me pass, <laughs> pass it. Is the EPA stuff? Uh, mm-hmm. Scott Pruitt. I'm very. I was very happy with that pick from the beginning. Yeah, uh, he has done a good job so far. Yep. Um, and again, this is something where the left would totally disagree with me. Um, they might not like Trump uh, for many other reasons, but they they also don't like him here. I like I like what Trump has done with EPA. He he took a little longer than I would have liked uh, to take get out of the Paris Agreement, but whatever. You know, I, you know, but he, he got did out. It. He got out. I don't, he did I'm, it. I'm not splitting hairs there. Yeah, I love um, that. He, uh, he, so Pruitt is getting a criticism now um, because uh, Scott Pruitt, who has been a critic of the very agency he now oversees. Oh. They say this as if this is a point. Who, yeah, when you want to limit the scope, if your criticism of an agency is that it is overreaching and you, you want it to – and the president agrees – that they are overreaching in their scope. You bring in someone who thinks they should have a smaller scope. So yes, you would bring in someone who is mm-hmm. critical of the larger scope they used to have. This is not a weird math problem you shouldn't be able to understand. If you think the agency should have less power, you bring in someone who thinks they should have less power. So yes, he's been critical because he thought in the past they had too much power. And even if it wasn't over the exact amount of power, I mean, that was the same argument they used for Tillerson, too. He yeah. was critical of the State Department when he was right, like, in the public's... Yeah, well, okay. Well, yeah, but the way the State Department was operating was right. not... Right. If, if he agreed with the way it was operating, he would run for Barack Obama's EPA. <laughs> he didn't like the way it was working. Of course you would bring him in if he was disagreeing with what, how they used to do things there. That is the most asinine criticism of somebody. It's to say that, well, uh, Rick Perry couldn't even remember the Department of Energy <laughs> when he would, well, he wanted to eliminate it, and now he... Yeah, he wants to shrink the scope. And while, yes, he is saying that they're going to do some things because he's in a new administration, and how do you agree with the administration? It's good. You want people to shrink government. If you're conservative, that's the point of it. Uh, you want to make it smaller. <clears throat> if you don't love every government agency there is, you've got no business being any part of it. Mm-hmm. Any part of it. Of course, of course not. Okay. That is the, really the way they treat it. Like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Pat Gray was... Uh, was a critical of uh, of a trade in the NBA, and now he's going to an NBA game. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So, who cares? Yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. Um, since his February confirmation, Pruitt has embarked on a record-setting rollback uh, spree, including a f- uh, filing a proposal to undo Obama-era climate regulations. Good. What? Of course, he's going to undo the crappy regulations from Barack Obama. Why do you think he got elected? The, 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 the notable thing would be if he did the opposite. He was like, you know what? Obama was doing a great job on the climate. That would be notable. It's not notable that he disagrees with what Obama did. Um, he Illegal plans to repeal pollution in the na- nation's waterways, uh, delaying rules requiring fossil fuel companies to rein in leaks of methane and greenhouse gases, and he reversed a ban on the use of pesticide the EPA deemed dangerous to children's health. He wants children to die. You want people this man to die. wants children to die. He wants to pour pesticides directly in their eyes. Mm-hmm. It's true. And then put a pillow over their face and smother them. 
That was actually in his pesticide in the eyes. It, it was, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, which it was, was a good speech, though. It was very stirring. And it was also the foundation of his book, Pesticide in the Eyes, <laughs> What I Want to Do with the EPA, which... <laughs> This is a weird title. It's a weird title. Uh, and he's still got the gig. Um, he says, uh, Richard Lazarus, who is a professor of environmental law at Harvard. It's who, the guy by the who way, he rose from the dead. That's what they named that after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's been around a long time. Yeah, a long time. I was going to say, it seems like he's an activist, but he probably has been around longer. Been a, yeah. yeah. Uh, he told the Times, um, he, the number of environmental rollbacks in this time frame is astounding. Pruitt has come <laughs> in with a real mission. He is, and I think this is true. And again, part of the reason I've praised Pruitt as opposed to some of the other parts of this. Pruitt uh, is on a real mission. He is much more organized, much more focused than other cabinet-level officials who have not really taken charge of their agencies. It's very striking how much they've done. It's true. And these are good changes uh, if you're a conservative, yeah. if you believe... Uh, he's trying to do 30 uh, regulations. He's trying to roll back 30 yep. of them right now. Uh, it's good. pretty awesome. It's good. pretty awesome. Yeah. It's exactly what we would want the guy to do because the regulations are insane. Uh, and so, you know, just because th these media organizations, who was this written by? Uh, CBS, I think. It's yeah. A CBS News article. But because they loved the Obama administration right. and they love they love the global warming regulations. So these are always written with a negative spin. Um, so uh, pesticides, <laughs> a little topic of discussion on the wonderful world of Stu this week. But you look into how dangerous they really are and how you're going to die when Scott Pruitt puts pesticides in your eyes. Mm -hmm. Watch. I have a confession to make. I think Gwyneth Paltrow is a decent actress. In Iron Man, Shallow Hal, The Royal Tenenbaums, come on, these are good movies. But these days, she seems more occupied with managing her health and lifestyle brand, Goop. It's really the name. Goop is concerned with all things that have to do with wellness, whatever that means. Like this story, for example, what fruits and veggies have the most pesticides? The Dirty Dozen is here. The Dirty Dozen list goes on to describe the foods with the most amounts of evil, no good, dastardly pesticides. Goop is off to a good start, but I've compiled my own list to give you a more thorough answer to what fruits and veggies have the most pesticides. It's time to get antisocial. According to Goop's list, Apples, delicious apples, are one of the most pesticide-ravaged fruits you can eat. In fact, apples were found to have 47 pesticide residues by the USDA and the Pesticide Action Network, which is apparently a thing. But those are just some of the pesticides. In actuality, apples have even more than that, like caffeic acid, chlorogenic acid, and the even much newer, more dangerous, and downright racist neochlorogenic acid. Just to name a few. But those aren't synthetic pesticides. No, no. Those are natural pesticides. And it's not just apples. Every single fruit and vegetable makes its own natural pesticides. That's right. Even if you pay 300% more for those organic apples, you still get the pesticides that come with it. The word pesticide gets a bad rap anyway. It just sounds bad, like homicide or suicide or genocide. But what does pesticide really mean? Pesticide is any chemical, natural or human-made, that is designed to kill another organism, in this case, a pest. You know, something that ruins your food. Let's take a moment to remember something quickly. Produce has been around longer than Whole Foods. I know, it's hard to believe. 
but plants have always naturally produced their own antibiotics to kill threatening insects and other organisms without any help from us. If they didn't, they wouldn't be around now. In the last few decades, we've learned to improve upon the process with synthetic chemicals. But let's not forget who started this deadly biological war, plants. The pure, natural, healthy foods you love, like cantaloupe, apricots, and cauliflower, and even kale, actually are the ones to blame for the pesticides now infiltrating your body, those bastards. According to research by Dr. Bruce Ames, professor of biochemistry and molecular biology at the University of California, Berkeley, such a conservative institution, 99.99% of the pesticides consumed in the American diet are chemicals that plants produce to defend themselves. 99.99%. The amount of natural pesticides present in our food absolutely dwarfs the amount of man-made pesticides. Dr. Ames estimated that Americans eat about 1.5 grams of natural pesticides per person per day, which is about 10,000 times more than they eat of synthetic pesticide residues. We eat about 5,000 to 10,000 different natural pesticides every single day. And just because these pesticides are natural doesn't mean they are nice, wholesome pesticides that promote wellness, goop. Natural pesticides are way more harmful than fake pesticides. Many natural pesticides are known to cause cancer in rodent testing. In his study, Dr. Ames suggested that it is probable that almost every fruit and vegetable in the supermarket contains natural plant pesticides that are rodent carcinogens. The levels of these rodent carcinogens are commonly thousands of times higher than the levels of synthetic pesticides. And don't even think about cooking those fruits and vegetables. That just increases the carcinogens. But I wouldn't worry about it too much. Until today, you probably didn't even know that you eat approximately five to 10,000 rat cancer-causing natural pesticides every single day, and you're fine. Besides, trying to rid pesticides from your diet is futile and the definition of unnatural. Uh-oh. And you don't want to be unnatural, do you? No? Do you? Do you? Goop? Do you? The only surefire way to eliminate pesticides from your diet would be to not eat anything at all. Ever. I couldn't do it, but judging by your appearance, that's probably what Gwyneth Paltrow actually does. So to review, all plants have natural pesticides on them. All of them. You consume way more natural pesticides than synthetic pesticides, and they are even more harmful than the fake stuff. And if apples are so riddled with nasty pesticides, then why did Gwyneth Paltrow name her daughter Apple? You don't get to give advice about anything when you name your offspring Apple. Unless you're an Apple.